Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Hello, podcast land, and welcome back. Hello everyone, welcome back. Another week. Yes, so last week we took a pause for the anniversary cause. Took a pause for the cause. And today we are going to return back to having our discussion on roles Roles and and responsibilities. responsibilities. Yes. So the last couple of weeks, we talked about roles and responsibilities of the husband, and we talked about the roles and responsibility of the wife. Mm -hmm. But we came to our listeners um, from a spiritual standpoint. Yes. Um, So let you mind if we just review no, that's, uh, a couple that's, of things we talked review. about since we missed it. Last week, week was our it, anniversary. It was our anniversary. 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 33 years, y'all. 33 years. To God be the glory. Yes. So, last couple of weeks before our anniversary, mm-hmm. we talked about the wife is the helpmate. The helpmate. That means yes. the husband should have something for his wife to help him with. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Then we talked about the husband is the head of the wife. We know that that can be kind of a tricky statement to make, but it's in God's word Mm -hmm. clearly in Genesis 3. So we're not going to revisit all of the scriptures that we covered. We admonish you to go back and listen to the previous podcast Mm -hmm. on roles and responsibilities. Uh, But it is clearly true. The Lord uh, God has ordained for the husband to be the head of the wife, responsible for the wife. And one of the things we talked about was the wife would try to control the husband. That was also in Genesis. Yes, which is why God put that yep. uh, in place. Yes. Um, so moving on, we um, also talked about that both submit one to another. One to another. Yes, that is clearly in the Bible in Ephesians 5. So again, we admonish you to go back and mm-hmm. listen to the podcast and refer back to Ephesians 5, where uh, it clearly states Think round about the 22nd, 22nd verse, verse um, where God is starting <laughs> to tell the roles and responsibilities. Yes. He talks about the um, that they are to submit one to another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the wife is to submit under her husband's headship. Yes. So again, he's the head of the wife and the wife is to submit under him. Submission. So when you start talking about the hierarchy of of order god mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. the husband and then the wife yeah. i don't know why i'm doing hand gestures like as if somebody could see, see me <laughs> um but just imagine yeah, if you first, will god at the top husband the husband the and then the wife and then the kids fall under subjection yeah. to the husband and the wife the way the if best you have way, children yeah the best way i've heard this and i don't know who said it i, I would love to give him credit but when it calls when it talks about submission it, for the wife, you know, I know we're to submit one to another, but it's like you get sub under the mission. Like, what is the mission? Your wife will get up under the mission that the husband is providing for the household. And so that's why it's important that you have a vision and all these scriptures come together. And I, I don't want to get ahead of myself or ahead of us, but you should have a vision for your family and house. And if you don't, just pray about it and ask the Lord, what, what's the vision? 
because you definitely want to um, seek the Lord and do his will and not try to accomplish your plan. And you could spend 20 years doing something that the Lord never told you to do. Mm, walking around like the children of Israel for 40 years when it could have mm-hmm. been 11 days. Yeah. Yes, All ma'am. Right. And then uh, lastly, the husband is to love the wife as Christ Love the church. Yes. And Christ so loved the church that he did what? He died. He died. He died for the church. He died for us, y'all. He shed his blood on Calvary. And so the husband has to, if he is a man of God, if he is saved and and loves the Lord. and That flesh doesn't want to do it. The flesh doesn't want to do it. And we're not talking about a fleshly death. Mm Mm-hmm. We're talking about you dying to your will yes. and submitting to God's will and being responsible yeah. for that wife. Oh, oh Lord. So today <laughs> we're going to move right on. We're going to move right along. Oh, <laughs> um, today we are going to be discussing some natural roles and responsibilities, but we're still going to use the Bible to back up our conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we do that, babe, did you want to talk about um, last week's podcast brings some clarity to our <laughs> listeners as to some of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Okay, so so we're we're a team of two, two, two. Doug and Renee. Doug and Renee. <laughs> we we don't have anyone else helping us with this podcast. So oh, we, um, well, sorry, Doug, Renee, and the Lord, and the Lord, and the Lord, <laughs> and the Lord. So we don't have any pre-production. We don't have writers. Everything we talk about, we pray about, and we go back and forth throughout the week. And post-production, it's all Renee and myself. And so sometimes um, when we're talking, uh, when we're recording the podcast, we think we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> and every day will give you the little hand gestures like, yeah, we're not recording. Yeah, we've sat here for 45 minutes giving yeah. y'all some, some, some good juicy yeah. stuff. <laughs> and and to only to find out. Yes. And, and because we don't have writers and we're not reading a script, we have to go back in our memory and try to figure out, well, what did we say and when did we say it? Mm-hmm. What part was recorded? Yeah. What part wasn't what part recorded? Wasn't. And so that gets a little dicey sometimes. And last week was one of those times. Yeah. So if y'all notice in last week's podcast... I may have repeated myself. No, it's not necessarily a female thing where we just have a tendency to say stuff over and over again because we want to really make a point. Um, It was one of those where part of the podcast got recorded and the other part didn't. And so when we did the retake or what do they call it in Hollywood? Take two. Take two. (laughs) Um, You may have gotten the same information again. But to God be the glory, somebody needed to hear it. Somebody needed to hear it twice. Two times and maybe three times. So anyway, that's a little bit behind the scenes. We like to keep it real. (laughs) We like to keep it raw. (laughs) We are who we are and we are transparent about Mm -hmm. who we are. So, you know. And we definitely like to do the podcast in one take. That, we we try is, to. We try to. We do our best, yes. Except that one time where never mind. Was, yes. Never mind. Well, sometimes the Lord <laughs> I think sometimes I think it's a setup. Oh, God says, All right, so earlier y'all was having a little passionate discussion yeah. or a disagreement. I'm gonna mm-hmm. make I'm gonna put y'all in time out together. Yep. 
because <laughs> y'all going to sit and y'all going to do this thing over and over we again. We weren't respecting each I, other's differences. Yes, yes. And I think at one time we had three takes. Yeah, three or four. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Lord, help us get it yeah. right. Get it right. <laughs> so anyway, moving Right along, back mm-hmm. to roles and responsibilities, because mm-hmm. it is our responsibility, as God has ordained us to do this podcast, to get her done, um, no matter how many takes it may take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the wife submitting to the headship of the husband is a form of respect. And I want to talk about that for a moment, because it's so important for a man to be respected. And I think that's why God, one of the reasons why God put that order in place is for the woman to respect the husband's role. After Paul's words on marriage and responsibilities of the husband, he concludes the passage in Ephesians 5 and 33, the B clause, with this, the wife must see to it that she respects her husband. Now, why do you think he would say that, dear? Oh, because... We have a hard time respecting our husbands. (laughs) Come on, keep it real and keep it raw. <laughs> <laughs> the um, reality of it is. The reality of it is, is I'm going to put it this way. People are people. Times change. Cultures change. But people, in my opinion, do not change. People are people. And so whether the culture, the time that Paul was living in, and then you want to fast forward it to the 21st century, is still the same. The, the, word, the word is still the word and the word is still true. And so back in biblical days, I guess there was an issue with wives not respecting their husbands. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, 21st century is still wise. Respect your husbands. Yes. And I, I just think um, and you I- can you can you can um, you can be dis you can disagree without being disagreeable. And I think you that's could, what you could disagree without could, being disrespectful. Yeah, without mm-hmm. being disrespectful. And there are ways to do it. And there, you know, you can have conversations. But to me, I just think um, if you don't respect your husband, it it's a blow to him. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't gonna say I think I I'm pretty sure of that. Mm-hmm. So and I think I, that's why I, I would say that. I think, um, like you said back then. Apparently, it was an issue, mm-hmm. and it's in God's word. He knew his word is timeless. He knew that we would need that um, information today as well. Uh, women, I think, especially women who may be uh, married later on in life, and they were single, and they were working, and they were mm-hmm. head of their household, and even those single parents or those who grew up in a single parent home, such as myself, and only saw, saw a woman bring home the bacon, fry it up in the pan, and do everything else, um, and take care of the bills, and was responsible for the kids. Sometimes when we get married, we have a challenge with turning that switch off mm-hmm. because we were so used to seeing a woman do it all. And that's not to say a woman can't do it all, but the woman should respect the role of the husband and respect her husband. And even if you have a problem respecting your husband, that's something you have to pray about. Mm -hmm. Because I've heard it said before, 
the number one need of a man is to be respected. He wants your respect. Yeah. Says it right there. Ephesians 5.33, as you say, the B clause. The wife must see to it that she respects her her husband. Mm -hmm. So you must see to it. That means you have to be purposeful about that thing. Sometimes it doesn't come naturally. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't automatically, um, you know, maybe something happened along the way where you've lost respect. Um, I can hear some. I can hear wife saying that. Well, he did so and so, and I don't respect him, and so on and so forth. I that goes that. back to forgiveness. Then, mm -hmm. if you're not respecting because they did X, Y, Z, then there's some level of unforgiveness going on there that you're going to have to dig out and deal with, and work through it. and work through it because it is your responsibility to respect your husband. Many women don't realize how deeply men need to feel honored and respected, not just in public, but in private, mm -hmm. but especially in public. Yeah. <laughs> if you got issues at home, work them out at home. Don't take them out in don't, public. Don't take it out. Um, the, and, that's some, look. and that's something I had to learn. And there was times where I was being disrespectful and I'm just going to throw myself under the bus and be transparent without even realizing it. But going back to communication again. But Doug would have to tell me, I didn't like when you said X, Y, Z. I didn't like when you said such and such in front of such and mm -hmm. such. And I'll say, oh, I didn't realize it. I'm sorry. You know, can you let me know when I do that or if I do that again so that I could work on it? And that way you all could be more uh, cognizant of when you are offending the other person, yeah. communicate. So husbands, if you feel like your wife is being disrespectful and you're not communicating it to her, I'm not saying she doesn't know, but there's a chance that she, she may not know. know. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure that you communicate that to her. A man needs to feel loved by his wife, um, that she willingly supports, encourages his leadership. She's making a profound statement that will resonate deeply in his heart. That lets a man know that he, you love him. Respect mm -hmm. to a man is the form of love. Am I hitting it yeah. on the mark? Okay. Yeah. So but it, it, you said you said something interesting. You talked about um, when his wife willingly supports and encourages his leadership. If I said that right, mm -hmm. um, but it see you got to you got to lead as the husband. You have to lead. You can't advocate your responsibility as a leader, as the leader of the house. And I don't. You can't advocate your responsibility as leader of the house, and then res expect your wife to respect you. But I'm going to play devil's advocate with you. When we stand before God, we want him to say, well done, thy good and mm -hmm. faithful servant. So we have to do our role, yeah. whether the other person isn't, whether oh, our get spouse isn't we're gonna get into or is, is or is yes. not doing what they're supposed yes. to do. Yes. Okay. All right. Oh, but yeah. I appreciate what you're saying because you're saying men, you know, be respectable mm -hmm. if you want to be respected. I know when I worked in corporate America, that was one of the things that I've always felt with management. Respect is earned. But in this case, God didn't say that the wife must, the husband must earn the yeah. wife's respect. Mm -hmm. The wife must see to it that she mm -hmm. respects her husband. Yeah. And when I was in the Navy, um, one of the sayings we used to have, and it's, it's been a while, you respect the uniform, not the person. Mm. And so when it comes to officers or people in leadership, you respect whatever their their position was. 
it didn't matter about the person. It, it was like, what is their title? And so with their title came a level of respect that whether you agreed with it, didn't agree with it, the military said, this is, you know, this is how things are in the military. And if you were in the, when I was in the Navy, that was just one of those things you had to, you know, deal with and put up with yeah. or abide by, I should say. Well, I think when a man is not getting respect from his wife, there's the possibility that he'll shut down. Yes. Um, he could be passive aggressive, bury himself in work. He might bury himself in sports or um, was fantasy football mm-hmm. or, and uh video games, totally disengaging himself from the wife and her needs. So if that's happening, wives, excuse me, you might want to do um, some introspection and see if it's something that you're doing. We always, you know, pointing the finger at the other spouse, but sometimes it's something else going on within ourselves that we can make an adjustment and simply ask the question again, communicate. Mm -hmm. Because when you said that, I, I thought of, actually, I wrote this down. I didn't even know about this. Was that we can get, when I say we husbands, we can get respect at work sometimes easier than we can at home. Mm. And I think it's... Um, and that shouldn't be the case. And that shouldn't be a case. But it, it's a travesty when uh, when the husband is, he has a position at his job, whatever he may be doing, whatever his job is or career is. And he gets a level of respect in um, corporate, in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. But then when he comes home, um, his wife does not respect him. And again, it may come back to forgiveness and um, mm-hmm. having conversations and putting those things behind you and reaching forward, those things that are before you. Mm-hmm. And um, communication, that's what it's yeah. going to come down to. And if you have children, what are, what are you communicating to your children uh, I'm not talking about uh, verbally. I'm talking about nonverbal, what they see, how you're treating your husband. Women often respond uh, the adverse way. They end up um, taking the reins of the family and trying to control their husbands. That's why the Bible tells the women, mm-hmm. you know, that we should not be trying to control our husbands. Um, when God instructs the wives to submit, it's not because the husband is inherently better or more important, nor is it because it. He's necessarily more capable or qualified. Women are very capable and qualified. Mm -hmm. A lot of single women, a lot of single parents, uh, women are, you know, holding down the fort at home. But a wife's submission to her husband builds him up and empowers him to lead. We want to empower him. Yes. Yes. We want to help to be the wind beneath his wings. (laughs) Because there are certain things you say to me or you can say to me. It just give me that extra boost. Ooh. Um, give me that. Oh, you know what? I can do this. I, I can I can make it happen. And whether it's, you know, you whatever it may be, I, I don't want to throw things out there. But and just like you can do it for me, um, there are wives out there that can just build their husbands up so their husbands will think, you know, same way I do. If you say something, I, I can do it. So I just I just believe that. So, babe. Yeah, um, babe. Doug, sorry, he's Doug. Renee. He, he's babe at home. Um, but, <laughs> Doug, <laughs> in what way does a wife 
wife's role meet her husband's needs? Can you think of something? No. Okay. Well, maybe we'll get back to that. All righty then. That was so wrong. <laughs> I, just, I just had to laugh. Um, in what ways? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and we, I don't want to get too too far ahead of myself, but I think how you handle yourself or how you not handle yourself, how you, um, what's the word I'm looking for? How you not display, but how you, carry for yourself? me, carry yourself. Yes, for me, for me, because everybody, and I know we talked about, I'm going to answer your question, how you carry yourself plays a lot into meeting your husband's needs because depending on what your husband does um, professionally or socially or things like that, he may need his wife to uh, be alongside with him Mm -hmm. and just um, be on his arm and be there. And whether it's going to social gatherings or that's, that's the uh, visualization I have is that social gatherings or things like that, or even professional gatherings where he needs his wife to be a part of his world and say, you know what? Or even if he's speaking, you know what? You, you, you're speaking in front of a hundred people. You, you good. I, I'll pray for you. A thousand people, 5,000 people, whatever it may be, you know, she can, she can build him up. She should be her husband's biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was thinking it, but I didn't want to interject. Yeah. Yes, we should be because yes. You don't want somebody to out cheer for your husband yes. mm-hmm. um, because the enemy will certainly use that as a distraction. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, he might use it as an attraction if another female is telling your uh, husband, uh, singing his praises more than you are. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not even a female. It could be a man. It could be another man singing his praises. That could be. You, know, you never know. Yes. True. Oh, by the way, dear, you look fabulous today oh you told me what to wear we're gonna cut that part out thank you dear as well, well as you do that's why you look good because i well. picked out your clothes <laughs> <laughs> oh lord help us and this is a podcast but we we posted on instagram yes so you have to go to our instagram feed to see what we have on. a little snippet yes, yes. follow us at doug and renee doug and renee that's it, right? Yeah. Okay. Doug and Renee. Doug and Renee. Instagram. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So, a script, I want to give you a scripture, and mm-hmm. then we're going to move right along. Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe unto him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. That's in Ecclesiastes 4, 9, and 10. Mm -hmm. And somebody might be thinking, well, why did you put that scripture in there? What's the purpose of that? The purpose of that is that y'all two are better together. Yes. Because when I'm falling short, I have a good man, a godly man to help me up. Doug doesn't kick me when I'm down. He helps me up. He encourages me. He inspires me to do better, Mm -hmm. to be better. And so, and I try to do the same for him. So we have each other. So again, the word says 
two are better than one. Yes. And so I want to encourage you to remember that when the enemy is trying to tell you, oh, you could do better by yourself or like the movie, I can do bad all, by, do myself. Bad all by myself. Um, don't listen to the lies of the devil. Fight for your marriage because mm-hmm. two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. You have to work for your marriage. And you know what? I just This just hit me while I'm reading this, while you while you were talking. Because the scripture says, for if they fall, not if one falls, mm-hmm. but if they fall, meaning they'll fall, they'll fall together. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll mm-hmm. fall together. One of you, one of us is going to have to pick up the other one. And sometimes it may be the wife picking up the husband mm-hmm. um, with words. And, uh, hon, you know, we, we've been down this road before. We, you know, God has never left us and we'll get through this again. And sometimes it'll be the husband Babe, you know, we've been down this road before and, mm-hmm. you know, we'll got to make a way. Mm-hmm. So it, it's they fall together. And that's in our marriage. I, I just think back through the 33 years. A lot of things we did, we did together. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, I, don't, I don't know. I just felt nostalgic. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's 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 good because we we did. Mm-hmm. We Started out young, and this is one of the things we didn't talk about during our anniversary um, podcast, but we talked about it while we was away for our anniversary. We kind of went down memory lane talking about some of the things we did growing up or when we first started dating. I shouldn't say growing up, but we were growing up when we were dating. And one of the things we did unbeknownst to us, and we'll talk about, we'll have a podcast on finances, but one of the things we did early on was we opened up a bank account together. And this was before we got married. And although we had no clue how to manage the money in the bank account, we (laughs) fell down together, y'all. This is what we're talking about. We opened up a bank account together. We made the boo-boos together. (laughs) And we learned from our mistakes and we helped encourage each other. And if one was better than the other, we encouraged each other. Mm -hmm. And so God's going to equip you to do what he called you to do. If you are in the ministry of marriage, he's going to equip you. Hebrews 13, 20, 13, excuse me, Hebrews 13, 20 through 21 in the NIV version says, now may the God of peace who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep equip you with everything good for doing his will and may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. God has equipped us to do everything he called us to do. Mm-hmm. So being a wife, the role of a wife, we're not equipped. We are equipped, excuse me. We are equipped to respect our husbands. Yes. We are equipped to be a helpmate. Mm-hmm. The thing of it is, are you willing? Yes. God gives us a free will. He wants us to do his will. He wants the will that he given us to be pleasing to him, not pleasing to our mm-hmm. flesh. And I think that's the problem. A lot of times we get wrapped up in our flesh. And I, don't, I really don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. but you talked about covenant in here through the blood of our eternal covenant. And most people, most Christian people, when they go through premarital, if they decide to, they don't realize they're getting in a covenant. Mm-hmm. They're going into a covenant. Yes. And, and I, I think know we need to probably have a yeah. whole podcast on covenant. Yep. The difference between a covenant and a contract. 
Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.